So um, we're going to take one of the uh, one of the callers right now on line three. Um, hello, line three. What would you uh, like to ask? What can we help you with today? Okay, question. How do I get every man on the face of the earth to leave me alone? Ooh, um, honestly, 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 if I knew that, I wouldn't be here right now. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to our podcast. Thoughtline. Thoughtline. I'm Karen. This is Tawny. We're going to give you some really great advice. Or awful advice. It's probably going to be from me. (laughs) Um, Because Tawny gives really good advice and I'm a Scorpio. So, um, anyway. I mean, I feel like we both have evil aspects. Scorpio and Aries. Maybe not the most... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Holy? Yeah. Or like grounded. I mean, you have the camp, the Taurus placements. Okay. I'm a Scorpio, double Taurus. Tawny is a Aries sun. Sag moon, uh, Aquarius rising. So I love ghosting. And then Taurus Venus. Oh, my Venus is in Leap. No, my Venus is in Virgo. Yeah. I just looked at that yesterday. I was like, it's Virgo. I don't know much about that. Um, I think that uh, Virgos are just really neurotic. Um, I don't yeah. know. I like don't know. to clean? Yeah. Do you like to clean for people when you're dating them? When I'm first starting to date them, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. then after I'm, they're like locked in, it's kind of like... Why would you keep doing it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like they're already in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. the Scorp- Scorpio. Scorpio energy. Um, okay. Okay, so we're going to take some questions that people gave us. Um, Do you want to read the first one? Yeah, I just got this one in. I think I'm just going to say this is from Aqua. It says, okay, so I was with a guy. We were poly. He already had someone. This word is spelled wrong. I think with new, with new about me. And is in chill, was chill in that regard. He introduced me to gayness, was my first love, etc. Bad news is after wooing me and saying we'd be together, he backtracked and is now only with his man, although they're still open. I still want to fuck. We haven't fully discussed doing that again, because why not? We still support the hell out of each other as friends. Even though the whole thing has run a toll on me emotionally, And there's still feelings. Is fucking again possible or could it only be toxic? Okay. Okay, let's let's like, (laughs) we need to just like pause and like just digest that whole question for a minute. Um, Okay, I'm going to try to summarize it. You let me know if I got the timeline wrong. So the person who asked the question was, had never like experimented with, gay sex before kind of sounds like it they met this other person who was poly and were regularly hooking up and then and they had they had a main partner already okay or something they had a different partner okay which everybody was cool about i guess okay um so they were they realized that they were into this start hooking up with a poly couple or poly person um 
And then the poly person decides that they are now only with their partner. Yeah. And so the question is asking, is it, like, do you think I'm gonna, if I should fuck them again? Or fuck the person in question? Or if they want to fuck again? Um... I feel like all of this is just really confusing if you just haven't had a conversation about it, which it sounds like you haven't had the sex conversation yet. I am a little confused as to, like, if you guys were having sex, like, why did that stop? Because it sounds like nobody really knows. It sounds like to me that, like, maybe the couple that you were, like, experimenting with, they were experimenting with being poly, and then maybe they had some personal issues in their relationship, because it sounds like they're probably already in an established relationship. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, let's try being poly. And then it just so happened that they experimented being poly with you, and then you caught feelings, and you realized that you were really into this. But probably on, like, the back end they were probably, like, getting into fights about it or something. Yeah. If, if, like, they were having, like, polysex and then now they're no longer doing that anymore, it probably has nothing to do with you. It probably has to do with, like, their relationship and they're probably focusing on their own relationship right now um, because, like, balancing multiple partners when you're also in a committed relationship is very complex and hard. Um, not that it can't be done, but, like, I just feel like, you know, clearly their relationship with each other is the most important thing and it doesn't really seem like it has anything to do with you not that like you aren't good enough or anything like that Mm -hmm. but if like it seems like you just want to keep fucking but you know but and like obviously there's probably some feelings there 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 might be some complexities if this was like the first like gay encounter that you ever had um i would just say that like it's probably not really worth pursuing further at this time like I feel like if they wanted to continue that avenue with you they would be like hitting you up but also if it's like your first sexual encounter with like a person of the same gender that in and of itself is like puts you in a very vulnerable place and also doing so in a poly dynamic is like really hard yeah not necessarily the, the healthiest um not that it can't be done I'm just saying like maybe you should maybe you should um look for like a more uh traditional gay relationship first and just kind of like ease into it a little bit rather than just going like full force into like kind of what sounds like a very messy situation because um yeah I just feel like it it could be very traumatic and more painful if you kind of push that that line too far especially if they're saying that like the emotional toll is already there which is, like, kind of what's keeping them teetering on, like, should I ask if we can still fuck or not? Like, if you have too many emotions involved in general, I always say that, like, having sex with an ex, even an ex-sling, it's just just a bad idea because it just brings up all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, all those days that you had gone without it and, like, worked to getting over it, like, it's just puts you back at day one. Yeah, I mean, it's also, like, I feel like... If you have to ask someone if we can still fuck, I feel like that in a way is kind of like, I don't know, I guess, like, you don't need, you don't need to put yourself through that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because if somebody wants to fuck you, like, you should know. Yeah. You'll know. And they'll make it known, especially yeah. if you've fucked before. And also, too, if you have feelings for someone and then you're hitting them up being like, oh, but can we still fuck? That kind of, like, puts you in a position where you're settling, yeah. You're like, oh, I know you don't want to emotionally, like, meet my needs, but, like, can we still at least have sex? And that's kind of, like, almost like bartering. Yeah, because you can find somebody out there that's emotionally unavailable that will reach your sexual needs. Someone else. 
literally like if all you want to do is fuck there's so many other people that like will fuck you yeah and they're probably hotter they're probably hotter there's a hotter hotter dick out there yeah hotter version there's always there's always 2.0 yeah so i would just say that um like totally totally empathize but um yeah it seems like next chapter yeah So I got another question in from EO. It says, I've been dating this girl for five years and she's a wonderful person and takes care of me. And we've been through thick and thin. Um, She also mentioned that right now she feels like she's in love with this girl and in love with a guy at work. And she feels like she has to choose between them. She says, the guy is new and exciting and also mental like me. So he understands me and I feel more like I want to sleep with him than her. I feel really happy when I'm with both of them, but I think I have more in common with the guy. I also haven't been with a guy in over five years, and I don't know if that's influencing it, but the girl is literally the best human being I've ever known. I am monogamous with her, and I feel like I have to choose because she wants to spend the rest of her life with me, and I don't want her to waste her time if I'm not into it 100%. Well, first of all, Spending the rest of your life with someone, that's a really long time. Yeah, that's a big commitment to make. And I feel like at any point in my life when I've been like, yeah, I'm like 100% going to spend the rest of my life with this person. I never spent the rest of my life with that person. (laughs) And also those feelings that I had, as intense as they were, like... I like you can't there's not it's not a feeling you know it's yeah like, you just can't force it and now like the, as I'm older whenever mm-hmm. like I hear words like that super early I don't know if, if you're with someone for a long time I understand that but like if you're with someone super early and they start being like oh like you're so different I can imagine spending my life with you that's a red flag um and you should definitely run far away from someone that's like promising you forever because forever is just like Forever doesn't really exist. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's hard because she's saying that they've been together for five years now. So I don't know when the conversation started about forever for them. But it kind of sounds like the girl that wrote us in knows that she doesn't want to spend forever. Yeah. Like, I think that that's like a subconscious thing. Yeah. You know, where it's like, like you're asking a question as if you don't know, but it's because you have this like fear of the idea forever yeah with this person like feeling trapped yeah and i mean it's not doing your partner a favor to like keep this crush under wraps and like not be honest with it because like honestly the best way that i think that you do get through being in long monogamous relationships is just being open like hey i'm starting to like kind of drift off mentally and emotionally into someone else although i haven't crossed any boundaries like this is how i'm feeling And I don't know if I want to work on things with you anymore or, you know, like, if I want to pursue this other thing. But it's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's just a slippery slope because, I mean, just depending on how your girlfriend's going to react to it, it's either going to show you, like, do you want to work things out with her or do you want, do you need to be single right now? It also comes down to, like, you know, I'm, when I'm in a relationship, I'm, like, the most loyal person ever. I'm a Scorpio double Taurus like when I'm in love with somebody I'm like literally I will die for you <laughs> yeah. I will give you my kidney like you know I'll do anything 
But when you're in a relationship, a long monogamous relationship for a long time, and like you do every relationship, you're going to get to a point where you start like finding other people cute or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, or like getting mini crushes. But when you're like seriously thinking about like being with another person and like, it's not just a, Oh, that person's attractive that walked by me. It's like, there's like one person that you're kind of like fixating on. And it's almost like this guilty pleasure of thinking about being with them, but you have another partner. So you start to feel guilty, even though you haven't crossed any boundaries. Like, usually that starts when there's, like, something fundamentally lacking in your own relationship. Yeah, totally. So either there's, like, there's issues going on, you're fighting, um, one of your needs isn't being met, or more than one. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, at least for me, is like, when I've started, like, having feelings for other, other things, or other people, it's been because, like, I'm, like, not addressing what's actually happening or going wrong in my relationship, and I'm, like, kind of escaping to, like, oh, maybe, like the idea of this other person is like what's going to fulfill me but in reality like it's because my relationship is starting to break down and so if you pursue this other new crush it's going to make your current relationship break down even more what you really need to do is like even if you like this other person like that other relationship that potential possible relationship the grass is greener kind of thing can wait yeah totally like yeah I agree like and even if you and your girlfriend ended up breaking up like I don't think it's the smartest thing, one, to date a coworker, but, like, I'm... That is a good, that, a good rule, But, yeah. two, like, just jumping from relationship to relationship is not a good idea. You're gonna need time to, like, sort your shit out. Every time that I've, like, not... Every time that I'm, I'm queen of, uh... I'm queen of dating someone and then immediately breaking up and then, like somebody else falls in love with me like literally two weeks later and then I'm in another like long-term monogamous relationship again and it's really it's really bad because then I don't really deal with like all the shit from my last relationship until like two three four months into my new relationship which then starts to sabotage my new relationship yeah and then I forget who I am as a person like I think that what like what she should do the person who wrote us I honestly think that like you and your girlfriend of five years need to have like a serious conversation just about like you know if you are considering being together forever like what does that mean you know like what are the things that you want out of life that are what are your needs what are things that you like that are being fulfilled and what things aren't being fulfilled because like if you're having issues before you get married you're gonna continue to have more problems like afterwards like nothing yeah. fixes itself I mean and everybody has problems within the relationship and especially within marriage like it's just normal. But yeah, I definitely would say you have to prioritize the relationship you're in before you prioritize someone you feel like you're in love with. Because I mean, like, how can you really know? Yeah, like, are you in love with them? Or are you in love, with, love the with the idea, idea. Of Yeah. 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 I think that, like, there's a certain amount of dopamine that, like, releases in our brain when we get a new crush, you know? It's like, because totally. everybody loves falling in love, but that's not the hard part. Like, it's not hard to fall in love. It's like, it's hard to stay in love and it's hard to get out <laughs> that's, of it that's another thing too is that I would like to point out if you've been in a relationship for five years like I don't know what kind of like what your falling in love process is but like for me like I'll meet someone when I'm single like I'll meet someone and feel really strongly for them right away and then a week and a half in I'm like ew you talk during movies and just like any ounce yeah. of like that I had is just out the window gone like I never want to fuck or see or like and it, it could be something so small and stupid like didn't open the door for me while I was getting out of the car like gross like yeah. you know just something so dumb so it's like be careful because like 
although you might have a really big crush on this person, you don't really know what they're like yet, and you don't know what it's like to really, like, interact with them outside of work, maybe. I don't really know if you're hanging out with them outside of work. But that would, I think, cross a boundary that's, like, Mm -hmm. not okay. Even if you guys didn't, like, kiss or anything, I think it's, like, you already know that you're not supposed to be feeling this way. Yeah. And, like, so even if you, like, hung out with this person and you didn't physically do anything, you are still doing something wrong because you're going to feel guilty about it. Like, if you feel like you have to hide what you're doing or you can't be 100% open and honest about what you're doing, you are, like, kind of crossing a boundary to some degree being sketchy yeah yeah and it's like it's not it's not like it's not wrong to like start developing feelings for someone else like that happens it's completely Mm. normal like there's nothing wrong with you i'm just saying that (laughs) the the last thing you want to do is like maybe maybe this other person is the love of your life or whatever like your soulmate but like you don't ever want to start a new relationship on like while you still have your old one open yeah you don't want to start like a new thing on like something that's tainted yeah you know like you don't want to like it never ends well if you cheat on a previous partner with a new person then you try to date that person like you've just poisoned the well you know yeah because it starts it starts off with like it just that's not the way that like a healthy relationship works and i think that if that other person really does like you they also should be able to understand that you're in a committed relationship and that like you have to like treat your current partner with respect and like yeah totally yeah well, we wish you luck. Okay, so we got another question in here. Um, do, should I read this one? Um, yeah, if you want to. Actually, I have a donut in my hand. Why don't you read this one? Okay, all right. <laughs> so this one comes in from Egg. It says, me and my ex text every day, smash at least once a week, and act like we're in a relationship when we're in bed together. But we low-key hate each other when we're separate. How do I leave it? It's been a year and a half. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Honestly, like I just like have PTSD from that question. <laughs> yeah, I mean um, a year and a half? A year and a half. Okay. I just want whoever wrote this question, and I don't I don't want to be mean to anyone, but like whoever wrote in this question, I want you to just repeat those words to yourself out loud and hear how you sound. A year and a half. You're writing in because you know that what you're doing is not, like, healthy. Yeah. Like, but also it's like, if you guys have been exes for a year and a half doing this, how long were you together before, you know? Yeah. Like, if you've been doing this, like, unhealthy, weird, we're dating but we're not thing for, like, longer than you even dated in the first place, then it sounds like you guys are just kind of using each other for, like, this emotional, uh, you're basically just, it sounds like you're using each other for sex and for, like, this emotional support without actually, like putting all of your effort into it yeah it's like a placeholder for each other i mean i think at this point you either have to cut them off stop having sex stop talking stop everything or just fucking put up the white flag and get back together yeah like you hate each other when you're not together because you're thinking about what they're doing because now you're both single like, but you're still having sex intimately, still talking all the time. So it's like, it's like you never broke up, but you, but you, but did. you did. I've been in this position before and it went on. I mean, we lived in different cities, so like we couldn't physically have sex, but the entire year and some odd months we were like sexting, having Skype sex, like, you know, not really letting each other move on. You guys are in relationship purgatory. Yeah. 
It's like you are not going to move on and meet someone that's going to meet all of your needs and like treat you well because you're still fucking your ex. Yeah, and even if you think you are, like you could get into something with someone and guess what at the end of it you're going to be like this still doesn't bring me as much joy as it does as when I suck my ex off. Like mm-hmm. and you're just going to end up back with your ex. So either you have to cut your ex off or just call it how it is and fucking get back together. Like those are the only options. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, is, like, if neither of you have had this conversation with each other, you, you both need to have it together. Yeah, like, even, like, even before you decide what you want, like, you should talk to your ex and be like, hey, so, remember how we broke up and then, like, we didn't act like we broke up at all for, like, the year and a half that we've been doing this? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, what? so what are we? Um, because... Like, first of all, a, a healthy relationship will never work without communication, but it yeah. sounds like you guys are, aren't really communicating um, about this besides, like, hey, do you want to come over and fuck? Right. Because, like, it could be that maybe you want, like, maybe one of you wants to get back together and the other one doesn't and one of you guys is settling for this. Um, if that's the case, like, you need to cut it off. If, like, you guys both still have feelings for each other and you, like still want to continue doing this then you need to just fucking suck it up and get back together yeah you know i don't know what your signs are i don't know if there's like some stubborn bullshit or something or you're trying to have like weird power over each other and prove that like you're the one you're the ex that doesn't care or whatever but like ultimately like it doesn't sound like whatever's happening is fulfilling you i don't feel like you're gonna meet someone else that's gonna fulfill you yeah as long as you're, like, still caught up on your ex, like, you're never going to move on. Yeah. It's just facts. Like, and you might think you have, but, like, as long as your ex is still in the picture, no. <laughs> but I'm also, like, a believer in, like, not staying friends with exes, so I don't know. Maybe that's an option down the line, but I definitely think for now you just need to cut it, cut, clean cut. I don't believe it. You can't be friends with an ex. Yeah, I don't believe in that. Okay, I'm a Scorpio, but, like, you can't be friends with an ex. Like, I have, there's, like, maybe, there's, like, one or two exes that I dated, like, in high school that now were cool. I'm 28 years old. (laughs) I say that anyone I dated in high school is, like, that was a fan. That wasn't, that's not my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. No, but there's, like, a few where it's, like, they were, like, they never did anything fucked up to me. They were, like, genuinely just, like... Yeah, but then you were also, like, year old kid. kids. You're kids. So that's totally different. But yeah, that's completely different. But I'm definitely, the like... The majority of, like, men I've loved. No, absolutely not. We're not friends. We don't talk. If I'm in my... If I'm in my ex's messages, you better believe we're still fucking. Like, that was... Yeah. That's it. No, for real. Like, I mean... <laughs> I'm, I think the... Out of all of my exes, like, at least since I moved to LA, I think, like... Almost all of them either blocked me, the ones that were my exes. My exes blocked me. Like, I don't think I'm that crazy, but, like, it my exes be blocking me. Um, because I don't think they want to see me be a thought online after we break up, yeah. which I get, or whatever. But, like, but you don't go from, like, fucking someone every day and, like, saying I love you and, like exposing like intimate vulnerable parts of your soul to someone and then just be like yeah we're just friends like it if i'm talking to my ex it's because we're gonna fuck yeah yeah or we have to like feed our dogs or something like (laughs) (laughs) yeah so just cut it off or get back together the only two options yeah 
Okay, what's next? How do I keep people from ghosting me all the time? Like, I can pull hoes and shit, but I can never make them stay and make them want to have some, something real with me. Sideways emot- emoticon. Side. Side. Sl- slanty face. Slanty face. Sad. Um, okay, so as like, the queen of being ghosted, <laughs> I would say that um, honestly, if it's happening to you all the time, like as a pattern it's because you're doing something like you're doing something to either push someone away or you're choosing people that are not like actively invested in you does that make sense like you're either looking for places that are like chaotic energy yeah (laughs) or you're giving off chaotic energy I think for me I honestly this is gonna sound so snobby I don't get ghosted that much But I'm such, like, a blunt, like, Aries person that the second that I meet someone, I'm just like, this is what I want. And there's been a couple times where someone's like, well, that's not what I want. And then it's just like, cool, well, like, we're not going to talk again or whatever. But usually I'm just pretty upfront. I mean, when I was single, I was just like, hey, like, I'm looking for somebody to, like, hang out with a couple of times a month and sleep with pretty often. But not be in a relationship with. So maybe that's the reason why I didn't get ghosted that much at that time. But, you know, if it was different for me and I was looking for a relationship, like, that conversation would have been different in that I would say, like, I'm looking for a relationship. I just think you have to say it right off the bat, even if it's a one-night stand type of thing. Because, I mean, it's kind of old-fashioned to say, but, like, once you have sex with somebody, there's just, like, emotional intimacy there and you're kind of, like mushing into each other and there's there's gonna be feelings there whether they're good or bad or neutral Mm -hmm. you know like something's gonna happen yeah and sometimes like i don't know if i don't know the gender of the person who's writing in but i'm just gonna say like guys sometimes ghost preemptively because they think that if you fuck them that you want to date them now which is weird but like it's so weird but like just like all i'm saying is that like if you are making it seem like you want to date someone and you just met them and you're texting them, like, if you're doing the triple text, you know, like, you have to, it's like a rubber band. You have to allow there to be that pull. So, like, if they send you a, like, one word message mm-hmm. or something, do not send a paragraph. <laughs> yeah. Do not triple text them. Do not text them five million things. Like, match their energy and then if they, like, kind of leave this slack, don't try to fill that space or fill that silence because then that is, like, that's showing that you're, like, super eager to talk to them and that, like, it as on the other side of that, it can feel like, you know, this person really wants stuff from me. Like, it's that weird pressure yeah. that sometimes, like, early in a relationship when you don't really know someone, it, like, can be a little bit off-putting and overwhelming. And I know that I'm super overwhelming as a person. And so, like, for me, I do use the strategy as, like, a kind of a way to weed out people that, you know, are just kind of so-so about me. Yeah. But, um, but in general, it's not, like, if you, if I really like someone, I'll just tell them. But if I'm, like, just kind of playing games or whatever, like, I won't text someone back because I know that that's going to make them nervous. So if a guy's, like, kind of half-ghosting you or soft-ghosting you and you want it to kind of turn the tables... Stop responding. Turn red receipts on. Leave them on red. Oh my god, I keep my red receipts on for everybody. And I require that guys, 
that I hook up with do it too. And if they don't, like, I, I won't talk to them. But somebody told me that's, like, the most psycho thing about me. But, yeah. I don't have red receipts on because I want the mystery. No, yeah. Well, I'm just, like, I know that if I sent you something six hours ago and it says delivered, you fucking read it. Like, I just like that. It's an Aries. I have no patience. I'm like... I have no patience either, but if, that's why I double text. If you read it at 6.02 p.m., I want to see that you read it at 6.02 p.m. and just be like, yeah, you needed some time to respond. That's fine. Or you don't want to respond. That's also fine. Yeah. Like, I guess there is. It is kind of annoying, like, trying to figure out, did they read it or are they busy? No, that's what gives me anxiety. If I see that they read it, then I'm just like, okay, well, they saw my message. And they have And I'm not really stressing if they have something to say or not. I'm also, like, if you really, like, things are unclear or whatever, like, also another psycho thing. I'm like, just call them. <laughs> just call them and ask. <laughs> I am, okay, <laughs> I'm psycho too, but, like, I can't stand being ignored. So if I feel like somebody's talking to me and then they're ghosting me, like, I am I need to be 100% sure. And I will, like, like, there's been, like, on New Year's this guy ghosted me. I think I drunkenly tried to FaceTime him three <laughs> times. I also took a screenshot of me FaceTiming him um, because I, I, every time someone doesn't answer my FaceTime, I just take a photo so I can later on be like, look at all my friends that don't like me. But basically, I would say that if he is not or if, OK, if you're talking to someone, you can kind of tell like from the beginning, like, is this a person that might ghost me? Right. Yeah. Like if they're like talking to you a whole bunch like day one. And then, like, they're kind of, like, spotty day two, and they don't, like, go out of their way to, like, let you know why they weren't super communicative. They're just kind of, like, laissez-faire about it. It means that they, like, match with you on Tinder day one, and then tomorrow they talk to somebody else on Tinder. Like, it's, like, so even if they continue to talk to you, even if you guys eventually do meet up, like, basically, like, you can start to see these patterns from the beginning. And, like, don't feel like it's your fault or something that you did just because this person is, like, losing interest or whatever. Just, like, go about your life. Be busy. Yeah. Do the things that you want to do. And, like, you're, you can only really be ghosted if you care. Yeah, that's true, too. So, like, if you, like, if you forget about that person and, like, don't even think about whether or not they're texting you, like, are they really ghosting you if they don't hit you up? Yeah, honestly, I've been on the other side a lot where I ghost people and then they become upset. And I'm just like, well, if I told you why, it would just upset you. Yeah. So I decided not to. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I don't think that anybody ever really owes an explanation for it either. So the thing is, is like, if you think you're not going to get the answer out, like, just just move on. Busy. Find someone else. It, if, like, like, somebody that likes you will make it very clear. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they, re- like, and you don't really want to feel like you have to trick someone into, like, texting you back enough or whatever. It's, like, you're really just responding to the fact that they're not responding to you. I also want to say that, like, everybody holds different, like, emotional capacity to, for, like, time. Like, like, I could go someone I was seeing for two months and not feel bad about it, personally. Because to me... If I don't know someone for at least a year, I don't feel like I know them very well at all. But other people think that that's, like, really rude and psychotic of me. (laughs) But, I mean, that's just how I feel. It's like, I don't really know you very well. And maybe there was something personal going on in my life that I didn't want to involve you in because I don't know you very well. Or you did something like talk during a movie and I thought it was gross and I just didn't want to talk again. Like, I just, I don't know. I mean, like... 
I guess I don't really think of myself as ghosting because it's like I only feel like you you're ghosting someone if like you've slept with them and like you've been talking for a while. I feel like if it's like someone that you like haven't even slept with and then they stop talking to you, I feel like that's not even really ghosting. That's just oh, like Oh yeah. That's literally no, just this like is definitely the, like I mean like we people slept together, yeah. But like I don't know, sometimes you sleep with someone and then like you think it's going somewhere that you want it to go and then like yeah something happens and you just get like weirded out or yeah or like the energy's off or something and it's like you just it you don't mean to ghost at first you're just like oh I don't want to talk to this person and then like a couple days go by and you're like oh well it's too late to talk to them now because if I talk to them they're gonna think that I'm so interested and you don't want to like send mixed signals so you just kind of like don't reply right yeah yeah but it's like but usually it's like if someone's ghosting me it just means that they don't like me like, or that it's just, like, they're not feeling my or energy. That, yeah, fine. it's, like, it could be, like, things, like, they're still, like, attracted to you, but there's something going on in their life. Or they don't like you or know you enough to feel like they're, they owe you that explanation as to, like, why they're pulling back, I guess. All I'm saying is that, like, if you don't want to be ghosted, just don't reply. Yeah, or set the boundary up front. Like, just know what you're getting into. Cause <laughs> Completely it, different answer. No, no. I'm like, just don't text back. No, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, for me, it's like, I've always avoided being ghosted because I put that boundary up right away. And I'm just like, what are you looking for? If you don't know, then whatever, I'll deal with it. But this is where I'm at right now. This is what I want. And it, you're, you just, you can never assume what the other person wants because... Surprise, everybody wants something different, usually. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that you find someone looking for the same thing as you, or that's, like, ready for the same thing as you, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah those are can... completely different answers. I'm like, uh, don't text back. You Do can... not text. Angel or devil move here. You choose. Um, Like, if you send a nude and your nude gets left on red, just send another one. I agree with that. Although, I kind of feel like you shouldn't send nudes for free anymore, but... yeah. You could, behind a paywall only, subscribe yeah. to my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, with your OnlyFans link over your pussy. Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but for real though, like, but if a guy leaves your nude on red, you should one hundred percent send him a Venmo request. Yeah, one time some guy like put a thumbs up reaction on my nude, and I <laughs> fucking called him and freaked the fuck out. <laughs> I freaked the fuck out. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, but like that's not a no- that's not an okay response. No, it's not. Not even a heart. Wow, that's like really cold. It's awful. I would have called too. I called- <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Like me standing in the middle of a Starbucks. Hey, I think you accidentally left me on scene. <laughs> okay. I think that answers that. I hope. Sorry if that's left you more confused <laughs> than you were to begin with. <laughs> okay, so we got another question. How to Markle Sparkle? Oh, like Meghan Markle. I still don't get it. <laughs> like, like she she made Prince Harry fall in love with her. Oh, okay. Yeah. How to Markle Sparkle a dude? Like, seduce him enough to forget about the other posh girls around him. Like, the other... British girls in the country (laughs) how to be hard to get and make him insecure since he's hot as fuck um okay so the way that you markle sparkle a dude is by 
like remembering that you are hot as fuck and that you are out of his league. Yeah, and here's the, all guys are insecure. Never for a second let a man think that he has power over you. Yeah, they're all really insecure. Like, and besides, guys really like it's like guys are attracted to women that are confident, but it's like because every guy wants to be with like the hot girl and like. Hot girls act like they're the fucking hot girl. Okay? Yeah. You don't see hot girls being like, I'm ugly, unless they're doing it just for attention. You do see ugly girls that are hot girls being like, I'm hot, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then those, that's sexy. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, like, the hotter that you think you are and, like, like hold your head up, queen. The hotter princess, you are. Hold yeah. your head up, uh, Meghan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> you just destroyed a monarchy. Um... <laughs> But no, honestly, like, the way that you put a spell on a dude is literally by, like, not, like, be, like thinking so highly of yourself and, like, holding yourself at such a high regard that, like, you are unfazed by him. Yeah. You know? Like, you might, you might kind of like him. He's cute or whatever. But, like, but you're not, like, heartbroken over him. You're not fawning over him. Like, because that, because that'll boost a guy's ego at first and then he'll, like, get this big ego and then be like, oh, well, I can, like, fuck any girl. Yeah, oh my god, do not make the mistake of giving a guy a really big ego when you first start seeing him, even like, if you think... It will backfire. It will backfire. Because he's gonna be like, oh, like, she's so obsessed with me, she's so in love with me, like, she, like, wants to marry me, and then, like, they'll be like, well, I can just get any other girl to do that for me. Yeah, no. Play it cool. Actually, I feel like you should, like, have... You should already be married with, like, three kids before you, like, finally admit that you like him. Yes. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, say that, and then I'm also, like, also me is, like, on, like, five seconds after a guy kissed me and dropped me off at my house, me texting, I miss you (laughs) immediately. (laughs) Hey, would it be weird if we kissed right now in front of (laughs) Chick-fil-A next to my apartment? Opening in four days. Opening in four days, thank God. Um, no, but honestly, like, the like the less eggs you put in that basket, like the less chaotic you'll feel. The less like, like you you'll just feel chaotic. And like people vibe off other people's energy. So if you like feel like if someone gets the vibe that, that someone's like that you're so in love with that person or whatever. Like if if there's a person and I'm like this person's like really too in love with me, it overwhelms me, and I yeah. shut down. I'm like, no, I want to, I want to not know if this person likes me or not. Or like, I want to like think they do, but I also want there to be some mystery there. I'm, yeah, I'm Aries. I'm all about the chase. If you let me know that you're in love with me in the first week, I'm just like, oh, that's conquered. Done. Did it. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I feel like, I feel like. He probably isn't even that hot. Yeah. I mean, you can send us a picture. But even if he is that hot, like, there's probably other guys that are that hot. And it's not that you shouldn't, like, pursue it, but I think that you should, like, not, don't be afraid to, like, make your interest known, but then immediately, like, go about your life and, like, continue yeah. doing what you do. And, like... And don't, like, change yourself for this person either. Like, being hot and sexy, it's really just, like, an attitude yeah, I can literally be wearing a anything, a garbage bag. I could be wearing a garbage bag, but as long but if I like decide that I'm hot that day, one all my selfies are going to be like extra hot cuz I have an attitude. But two, <laughs> it's just like 
like that your attitude just kind of like vibes like your vibes just like project project outside of you and people can like tell if you're feeling yourself or not you know I agree and that's like attractive so if you're like attracted to yourself and you're like wow I'm hot it won't just be this one hot guy it's gonna be like everyone around you is gonna like see you as a person that's attractive Mm -hmm. because it's like it's just energy I don't know once you declare being hot yourself they just the hot people just show up yeah they literally just like swarm like flies yeah no definitely that's definitely something that happened to me when i was like 24 Mm -hmm. like no one like no one else gets to decide for you whether or not you're a hot girl like you are the one who gets to just just decide that be like yeah i'm hot Mm -hmm. I, i decided i'm gonna be hot i'm like i'm gonna come out of the closet as hot I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now everyone has to just respect that, you know? Deal with it. And then it also gives you an excuse for, like, if guys aren't treating you the way that you deserve to be treated, it's like, you can just go on Twitter and, like, talk about it and because it's like, well, why wouldn't he text you back? You're so hot. Yes. Like, it's unbelievable how hot you are that anyone could do this to you. So, um, just look in the mirror and admit to being hot. And then everything in your life will get better. I think that's the moral of the story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm eating donut. Maybe okay. We'll see. Okay. So we got another question here. Last one of the last one of the night. Okay. This one is from Faded. How to find a relationship with online dating always ends up a hookup or short term. Um. Honestly, just fucking vibe. You just vibe. Yeah, I just think it's there or it's not. I've only gotten into one relationship from online dating, and it was Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't even really give advice. I just felt like I was in love the second I saw this person. Mm-hmm. And then everything they said and did around me, I just turned to mush. Which, out of the countless people that I've met from dating apps that's never happened again so i don't know yeah, it's kind of like a unicorn yeah because yeah, i had a two-year relationship from tinder but it was like one of those things where it's like it's just easy you meet this person you're like oh like we could have met in real life it doesn't feel like a tinder thing yeah you know what i mean like it just feels like organic i guess yeah but like i don't know i get pretty like i've had some i haven't had like a solid relationship relationship from tinder in a couple of years but like a lot of my tinder matches have ended up being my really good friends or, like, I'm still cool with them. Like, we never dated, but, like, even if we never hooked up, they ended up, like, being my friends. Um, or, like, just in general, like, I've gone on dates with people from Tinder that, like, ended up being really cool people, but it wasn't, like, a relationship vibe, you know? Yeah. But I think that, like, with online dating, because you're not meeting someone in person, like, that's why you need to be 100%, like, over the top yourself. Yeah. You know? Because, like... Like, be 100% upfront exactly who you are. Don't try to, like, write a profile that's going to get more swipes or whatever. It's, like, just be yourself, your dumb self, whatever you think is funny, whatever you think is, like, something that, like, your best friend would appreciate or whatever. Yeah. Because then the people that are going to be swiping to that are people that are similar to you or people that are, like, going to vibe with you. Like, right now, my Tinder profile has a me wearing juggle and makeup and it says, no hot guys, (laughs) average guys only. But that's because I'm hilarious. But now, when anyone who swipes on me, they're going to come in with an expectation that 
Like, I'm going to be funnier than them. And that's, like, how you set boundaries up front, you know? Right. And kind of shape the types of people that you're meeting. Yeah, like, if you want a relationship, you just need to be upfront about that also. Like, I'm looking for a relationship. Um, it's like I said earlier, it's just, like, you have to let them know right away. Even if it turns into a thing where it's like, well, now this person doesn't want to see me anymore because they don't want the same stuff as me. It's like, well, you don't waste any time there. Mm-hmm. And so it actually ends up being better even if someone's feelings end up hurt. Mm-hmm. It's just like, if you want something and you're going to go for it, like, why be in this weird purgatory with someone for two months and not have an actual conversation about it? Yeah, I think that was something someone else wrote in that we didn't talk about today. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should do that one, too. Where it's just, like, you're sleeping with someone for two months. You don't know if you're in a relationship or not. Like, you should really sort that out in the beginning. hmm Rather than letting it go on for that long and not knowing what the other person even wants. Like, it's just... Leaves a lot of room for confusion. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I never know what I want. That's me, at least. Yeah. Like, for me, it's, like, either I meet someone... And they're going to ghost me, or I'm going to ghost them, or we're going to fall in love. Yeah. And it doesn't end any other way. So, like, if they're ghosting me, they're probably not the one. But you, a... you don't know that because they ghosted you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> i joking. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um... Because I've put up the boundary before when I felt like I really liked someone, but was just like, I can't be in a relationship right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I just can't. So either you can come fuck me once or twice a month and respect that I don't want to text you every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or uh, fuck off forever. (laughs) Um, I get bored of texting. Yeah, I don't really, I'm not that into it. I'll text like at first. I'll, I'll text someone every day if I have a crush on them. Yeah. Or whatever. And then, but then, like, after I start sleeping with someone, it's, like, just respond regularly. You know? Just, like, once a day. But I'm not, like, I'm not tripping about it. No one's life is that interesting where I need to know what's going on every 45 minutes. It's also annoying. Like, if I don't reply to you, don't send me three more texts. Wait a couple hours. Yeah, you know, I like, agree. I'll, like you can send a second text, but just like wait a little bit. I don't need like five million, and then I also don't need passive aggressive texts from dudes being like, "Where are you?" Like also too. Okay, if you're a guy on Tinder, I understand it's frustrating when girls don't message you back or whatever. Sorry, I'm eating a donut. <laughs> but do not do the passive aggressive thing. That's like, why did you even match with me if you're not going to talk? Do you know how many fucking matches I have on my end? There are so many dudes, like, sending me, like, heart emojis that I don't have time to get to. And then when I finally get to your message, I can see your entire emotional spiral of you being, like, nice and then basically calling me a bitch. And I'm like, okay, well, I would have responded to you because I'm busy and I don't have time to be on Tinder all day long. Sometimes I respond to the spirals that are, like, sad spirals after Mm -hmm. I don't respond because... That's cute. That's vulnerable. I mean, I don't think it's cute. I'm just like, I like that you're suffering over me. Yeah. And if you would like to buy me dinner sometime, I might be into that. That's such an Aries evil. (laughs) It really is. I don't know. It really, really is. I don't know. Like, I will respond to the ones that are funny. Um, And I'll... But, like, they have to actually be funny. Because, like, sometimes guys try to be funny in my 
DMs and like, and guess what? I'm funnier than you. You're not going to be funnier than me. But if you can make me laugh, like, genuinely, then, like, you have a good shot. Yeah. But, like, if you just seem like you're trying too hard, like, just don't try. Well, and I'm sure guys get intimidated by you. They're like, she has a big meme account. I don't even know. Like, because you'd have to, like, go search me on Instagram. Oh, but it okay. But my bio does say 5'10 and goth, so that might scare, scare Yeah. Me. But then it's always, like, all my 5'8 kings being, like, I will climb you like a tree. And I'm like... <laughs> I, I don't know. On Tinder, it's just like, just be like, have something interesting to say. Yeah. Have something interesting to say. Um, make sure you get some good photos of you. Like, have a, one of your friends who's a girl make over your profile. Or just use all the pictures your ex-girlfriend took of you because she saw you in a very good light. Yeah. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good help. Don't take, if you're short, don't stand there with a tall person in a photo because then everyone's going to think it's the tall person and then they're going to be disappointed just make sure you're just the only person i think yeah posting pictures on dating sites where you're with other people in general i don't recommend i don't do that if you're under six if you're under six feet tall you need to put your height in your bio you need to do that yeah and i'm sorry if that sucks for you but you just need you need to do that because like there's gonna be people like me who are 510 because I, you know, as much as I love my 5'8 kings, I don't want to show up on a Tinder date and then, like, be four feet taller than the person that I'm meeting, <laughs> but not know in advance that that's happening. Because oh, yeah. then, I, then I feel really socially awkward and I'm not prepared for it. And, um, and it's just, like, it's not going to end well, you know? It's like some people don't really mind uh, the height thing. For me... Uh, I personally, like, I I think that shorter men are attractive. Have I dated one? No. But that's because I, um... You're tall. I'm tall. I'm very tall. Yeah, I think uh, from short girl's perspective, I would just say aim lower. I'm five foot two. I literally don't think about it mm-hmm. at all. I've never been on a date with someone shorter than me. I don't know how I would react to that. I'm on a date. It's just like, I just, I don't know. It's almost like... Like, there's nothing wrong with, like, having a guy that's shorter than you or whatever. No, no, But for totally me, it's, not. like, I'm not just mm-hmm. tall. I'm also just, like, a very big person. And when I'm in a relationship, I actually prefer to just feel slightly smaller because I'm normally bigger than everyone mm-hmm. around me. So my preference, it would be someone that physically makes me feel smaller than them. Yeah, and that's I've okay. D- there, I've dated a guy that was, like, exactly the same height as me, but he was, like a larger body mass person than me. And yeah. so I felt like a smaller person, which was cool because normally I feel like a fucking amazonian warrior woman that makes sense so for me it's like a physical body thing i actually won't date guys if they're too tall like thank you that's really nice of you you know that's so nice you know i can't i feel like anytime i've tried to have sex with a guy that's over six foot he's tried to like stretch my body so that it like reaches (laughs) better and i'm just no i swear honestly I swear, dude, this shit happens to me. Like, the last time after this happened, I was like, that's it. I'm not going to try to date another guy that's, like, over six feet. It's not even, like, a courtesy thing. It's just, like, I can't do it. Like, holding hands is awkward. Like, I have to put my hand up a little bit. I'm not into that. Like, sex is awkward. It's just, it's all, all wrong. Yeah. I'm too tiny. I'm too big of a person. Like, I mean, I made all the five at King memes and stuff. And, like, honestly, I do think that, like, the whole height bias is stupid. It's just me personally, 
I am taller than the average man. And so I would like to date someone that is proportionately like the same, like proportionate to my body size. Yeah. Just so that it's like not awkward when I wear eight inch heels because I do that. You know? Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, like if my heels are bigger than your dick, not going to work out. It's just not going to work out if you're five, six and you're also saying things like, I'm going to climb you like a tree and then weirdly fetishize me okay, as a tall Okay, but you know, woman. some, some guys that are shorter have big dicks. It's oh yeah, no, they're... short guys have huge dicks. Yeah. For no. sure. Yeah, my friend's boyfriend is like five, six and he has, I've, I've never seen it, but I trust her, you know, but I'm just like, how the fuck does he even stand up straight? <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like, <laughs> tall guys don't always have the biggest dicks, that's true. No, I've, no. like, I've seen some, like, tall guys with, like, very small dicks. Like, not even small because well, and proportionally. Then because, and then because they're taller, it looks smaller than it actually is. <laughs> 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 a six-inch dick on, like, a really, like... On a, a six-foot-six dude. <laughs> like, it just looks really <laughs> tiny. <laughs> and compared to, like... If he was, like, 5'10 with an 8-inch dick, like, mm-hmm. you know, but the same, you know, 6'4 guy with an 8-inch dick, it looks, it just looks smaller. Because mm-hmm. he's so tall. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. Like, I prefer to date guys that are, like, taller than me just because of the, like, weird body image shit that I have. But, like, in general, though, like, if guys are too tall, they just don't need to be that tall. And yeah. they just get this attitude. <laughs> It's like guys over, like guys that are over yeah. six two, guys six three and up, like y'all need to fucking have get an attitude. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. No, I definitely went on a date with a guy once that was like six two, and he like wouldn't stop talking about it. And I was like, you do realize that you're like a whole foot taller than me, and it actually makes me really uncomfortable. Like, I kind of feel like you see me as a little kid because mm-hmm. that's the kind of size I am next to you, and it's making me uncomfortable that you keep pointing it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like... Making me want to leave. Yeah, could tall guys just shut the fuck up about them being tall? Yeah. Like, just stop talking. We know you're tall. Also, 6'2", you're not that tall. I dated a guy that was 6'10". I also I was in a two-year relationship with a guy that was 6'8". Oh. (laughs) Okay? Like, you being 6'2", you don't need to put, I'm taller than you in heels in your bio, because you're actually not taller than me in heels. Yeah. Because 6'2", isn't that tall, Jeremy. Go to the strip club. Literally. But anyway, um, what were we talking about? I don't even remember. What, <laughs> how to find a uh, Oh, how, how to find a relationship through a dating app. Um, yeah. Be clear about what you're looking for. Tell people how tall you are. Don't, don't catfish people. Don't put weird passive-aggressive threats in your bio. Like, don't go in your bio and be like, Swipe left if you're on your phone all the time. Swipe left if you're not going to talk. I'm going to block you if you don't respond within 48 hours. Like, that's fucking weird. Don't do that. Or don't. maybe just don't be online dating if you're like that. Yeah. In general. Because yeah. that's weird. Also, too, don't post pictures of, like, your groin area and the, as, like, one of your photos. Yeah, or like not, Or your car. No. Or your car or your cat. Or your Or your dog. Don't post any photos that are not of you. Don't try to get me by getting me emotionally invested in your dog. Yeah, because it's like, if you're doing that, then you're ugly. Yeah. And we all know that. Like, we're not going to fall for that. We're not going to swipe because you have a dog. Like, I can go buy a dog. Anyone can go buy a dog, okay? Yeah. 
Okay, I think that's it. <laughs> Sorry, you just got so aggressive. One. Okay. And then that'll be it. Okay, this is the last one of the night. Um, this came in from Kay. She writes, I've been seeing someone since October that's apparently emotionally unavailable and doesn't want to have a label or a relationship. After trying to cut it off due to a fight we had about him accusing me of something I didn't do, he realized he was wrong and didn't want us to end or stop seeing each other. I gave in and we continue to see each other. It's down to about two to three times a month now, but every time we do see each other, it's been great. Just, I'm down to the biggest confusion of my life with this guy because it feels like we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Obviously have feelings for each other, but he won't be consistent as much as you would be in a committed relationship. So the advice I'm searching for is when is the best approach, when is the best time to approach this guy about what the terms are between each other? Apparently he's emotionally unavailable. Yeah, I want to know if that's, like, something he said or you've assumed because of the way that things are going. But either way, I feel like there should have been a conversation about, like, what you guys are. Yeah. Like Probably, the, like, a month and a half ago. Yeah, like, like, the what are we conversation needs to happen. And it's really awkward. Nobody likes having that conversation, but, like... Honestly, it's so much easier because then you're not, like, trying to figure it out and then you're not, like, analyzing all of the text messages over and over again. Like, you just verbatim just be like, hey, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Two to three times a month. That's not serious. Also, too, if it's, like, maybe it's, like, an apparently he's an emotionally unavailable thing. If that's something that someone tells you, if someone says, I am not looking for a relationship right now, I am not emotionally available. Then don't pursue it. Then yeah. they don't think that they're going to change that answer. Like, they, yeah. if someone says that to you, they mean that. Yeah. Because you don't say that to someone that you, like, want a future with, even if you're not ready, because you don't want to give them any information that would scare them away. Also, just, like, the evil side of me, like, I've definitely done this thing where I'll say, like, I don't want a relationship right now. But what I really mean to say is, like, I don't want a relationship with you. Yeah, because for me, I'll know in the first 10 minutes of knowing someone if I want a relationship or not. Mm -hmm. Like, especially if I'm on a whole single tip, because guess what? Like, I can get in a relationship with someone else and then all these guys and girls that I was seeing before would be like, what the fuck? You said you weren't looking for a relationship. And it's like, well, yeah, like. Not with you. Not with you. Not with you. But I wouldn't have worded it that way because I'm not fucking rude. But it's, like, but also it's, like, we on the other side of that have to, like, accept that. Yeah. And, like, it hurts and it stings. And sometimes it comes it comes when you are not looking for a relationship mm-hmm. either. But, like, like my whole meme thing a couple of years ago, though, like, you seem like a cool chick. <laughs> but, yeah, like, classic. I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Like, that vibe was more about, like, when you're cle- you're not looking to date someone either. Like, you're not, like, giving off dating vibes. But then they, like, preemptively tell you that. Just so that, like, you don't think that they're going to date you, even though you, like, weren't trying to, I guess. Yeah. But, like, but when somebody tells you that they're not looking for a relationship right now, that just assume that they don't want to be with you. Like, whether, like, it just assume that. And it, like, but they care enough about your feelings to tell you. Yeah. To tell you that without, like... Yeah, because honestly, I've never told that to somebody and then gotten into a relationship with them ever. Mm -mm. No. It's never, there's never a moment where I change it 
like but also I'm not the kind of person that would ever get in a relationship with someone unless I felt like I was totally head over heels in love like I just don't believe in that yeah same and I'll do like relationship things with people even if I only see them two to three times a month but that's just because I like affection yeah so it's not a sign as to like I want to be committed to you like it's I want to hold hands because we're having sex and the least you can do is hold my fucking hand outside for 10 minutes because it's cold. Yeah. Like, it's just an affection thing. And a lot of people don't work like that. They they would see a sign as, like, kissing outside or holding hands or doing some sort of PDA as, like, oh, this is, like, gonna turn into a relationship. But some people just like... Affection. Some people just like affection. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like... I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I've never dated anyone that I wasn't, like, obsessed with. Yeah, have to be completely... Like, I I have to be completely, like, stupid, dumb, obsessed with a dude to date yeah, him. for sure. Or else I, I just don't care at all. Yeah, like, if I like you, but I'm not, like... If I'm not, like, looking at my phone to see if you texted me back to see when we're hanging out again. Like, if I'm taking two days to respond to you, like, I, I'm... It's not that I don't think you're cool. It just means, like, I'm not in love with you. I'm a Scorpio, so I'm either in love with you or you're just a person. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. I mean, I'm Aries, but I feel the same. I think that Aries and Scorpio are the same in that sense. Like, I, if I'm not obsessed with somebody and then, like, continue to be obsessed after two weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it has to, like. It's a test. It's like a test, yeah. Because I'm always kind of, like, when I'm talking to someone new, I'm kind of, like, obsessed with them, but, like. A lot of things will just suddenly, like, change that. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, but if someone makes it clear to you that they're not obsessed with you. Yeah. It sounds like right now that the person you're with is not obsessed with you. Because you can still have feelings for someone. But not be obsessed. But not be obsessed. But, like, I want someone to be obsessed with me. Yeah. I want someone to, like, literally be so madly in love with me that they would die for me. But not in, like, a clingy way. I only feel like that when I feel the same way about them. No, exactly. That's, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. yeah. Like, not in a clingy way. Like, if it's not, re- it's like, if it's reciprocated, like, I want the psycho energy. But if I'm not into it, I don't want it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I think, um, also. It should be matched. The energy should be matched. Energy should be matched. But, like, whoever wrote this question in, you deserve someone that's, like, obsessed with you. Yeah. And at the, at the, like, the least, like, you just have to have the conversation. Like, because, you know, what, maybe. Everybody's different, you know? Maybe he's got, like, some family shit going on or, like, still getting over an ex or, like, something's going on. And he might not even disclose what it is, but, like, I guess if you feel like you are deserved, like, the explanation, like, try to get the explanation and understand so you can either get over it or just, I guess, continue to deal with it. But it sounds like you're not very happy with that the way that things are going sometimes people avoid giving us answers that are not easy to hear Mm -hmm. so like sometimes you need that closure but sometimes it's also like if you already know what the answer is and you know it's just gonna hurt like you don't have to put yourself through that yeah that's true you know yeah because that puts like sometimes like having a direct conversation is helpful and sometimes it's just like hurt my feelings right now like I need you to hurt my feelings for me to like move on but like you don't you can give yourself permission to move on without that right totally I think that's all the advice I have on that one. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, if they don't make you feel, like, 
ridiculously over the top obsessed with them. Do you really like them? Yeah. No. If, if I'm, like, crazy about somebody, no matter how busy my schedule is, I will make time for them. Yeah, but I want the same energy back. Yeah, totally. It's like, I don't want someone that has, like, oh, they couldn't text me for a day because they were hungover. Like, this will never work. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I um, I think that ends it for this question and wraps up our podcast yeah. episode one. Episode one. Is there anything else that we want to throw in there? Um... um no, I think I'm good. Yeah, tune in next time. Thoughtline. Thought Thoughtline podcast. Signing signing off. Logging off. <laughs> Logging off. <laughs>